science and technology. Hello and welcome to episode 49 of the Tech Garage. I'm Zach Teamy. <laughs> I'm Matt Bond. Interestingly enough, like uh, we were doing our show prep and uh, I, I usually have this little sheet where I write down all of our topics and what the episode number is. Yeah. Uh, Matt, I want you to go ahead and read to the audience what the episode number is on my show sheet. Uh, your episode... Oh, <laughs> what? God damn it. What the... Okay, this is episode 49 of the Tech Garage. Correct. But before we, as we were talking about it, I was saying we're getting close to episode 50. We should do something special. And in my um, just absolute not paying attention state, I wrote down 50. <laughs> you also, you almost announced this as episode 50, didn't you? Why do you think there was the pause between, welcome to the Tech Garage. This is Zach T, or this is, uh... Yeah, I thought you were trying to do like a Christopher Walken pause for effect sort of thing or no, something. No, no, it wasn't a pause for effect. It was a pause while I tried not to say the wrong damn thing. So uh, we don't know what we're going to do special and awesome for episode 50, but that feels like a big deal. Yeah, I don't like know why. Episode 50 takes most podcasters the better part of a year to get to. Right. We have done that in a scant four years. Yeah. So I think so, we, should, we, should, yeah. we should do something for it. We so. should definitely do that. Uh, go ahead and send us um, either something on Facebook at the Tech Garage to uh, suggest what you think we might want to do for episode 50 to make it fun and you exciting. Know, none of the motherfuckers that listen to us ever do that, though. I know. Yeah. Uh, like, okay, actually, let's, let's just do, let's say it the right way. <laughs> like, hey, Nathan, go ahead and send us an email. You know our email addresses. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Tell right? us what you think we should hey, do. Yeah, man. Copes, if you're there, tell us what we should do, too. Yeah. And, well, that accounts for our listeners. Oh, uh, Elias? Eli- oh, yeah. Hey, Elias. And my cousin Mark. Mark, and if you're listening, I think he's out of the state somewhere doing something. That's okay. The internet uh, works in yeah. other countries, too. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to do something special for episode 50. We're not quite sure what it's going to be yet. Uh, but we have a little bit of time to come up with something. Yeah. So let's get going because we got a there's, lot there's a of bunch topics of stuff. Today. I think we got a lot built up, and this is this is the uh, low fidelity tech garage where, as opposed to running this on Zach's MacBook, he's running it on a piece of paper. Yeah, our studio is in shambles right now as I work on getting some better sound dampening in here. So like, shit is not right. Yeah, but we're, I think we can wing it. This is old school tech garage, like yeah. episode one, episode we're, one through about thirty. Yeah, we're gonna wing <laughs> it, and we're gonna be w- w- yeah. So, so uh, ready, set, go. Blade Runner sequel. How do you feel? Uh, God damn it. That kind of says it right there. Um, I really like Blade. I, I, so I have a, a, a very rich history with Blade Runner. Um, you took a film class in school once. Yeah. And I, talked about Blade Runner. No, this is a true story. A film I did. school. I saw Blade Runner when I was in film class, and uh, they were showing the director's cut of Blade Runner. And the first, the first version I saw was the Ridley Scott director's cut. Of, right, so you saw the good one. I saw the good one, and it was great. Um, and then I saw the revised version, which I've only seen the revised version now. It's, it's hard to catch the director's cut on TNT or anything. Right, because it's TNT. it's just not as good. The, the... Well, it, you lose a lot of the imagery from it. Yeah. But here's the thing. Uh, one of the great things about Blade Runner is... It was a standalone story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It puts yeah. you in a world that kind of left you wondering a whole bunch of things about the world, that, and, and it really was a kind of story-driven thing where you it, kind of tried to figure out what exactly was going on the whole time because you got the feeling that something was happening, but you weren't yeah. quite sure what. Here's the thing. It, it left you wanting more for that world, and I, I kind of wish they would just leave it at that. Now, there was, back in about 1998, there was a video game sequel to Blade Runner that actually... Did really well. I never played it, uh, but it was fairly highly uh, um, reviewed. Um, so, so there's a little bit of that, but it was, I, and I think it followed Decker. But okay. what are they going to do now? Like, is is Harrison Ford supposed to come back? I don't know anything about. It. I've well, been I suspect what they're going to do is they're going to go ahead and um, have Harrison Ford yeah. get shivved yeah. by his genetic cloned robot baby. I can see that, yeah. Because you know yeah. that's what you yeah. do. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm a little on the fence on it. I, it, it like it feels those... like a little thing. Like you should be left alone a little bit. Well, so if it... also is this gonna is like Ridley Scott gonna put off doing the Prometheus sequel to get this done now? Like he's already well, put it off once. 
Is he putting it off more now? I think I really want to know what the fuck happens there. I think there's a whole host of movies that don't need a sequel, right? That they will actually lose something in the making of a sequel. You like The Matrix? Like The Matrix, number one. Uh, were they to make sequels of that movie, I honestly believe <laughs> it would go downhill quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Johnny Mnemonic, another one. Uh, Bill wait, and Ted's hang, Excellent hang on, wait, Journey. Wait, 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 back, 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 back. Uh, the Johnny Mnemonic movie could only get better. Right. So if they had a sequel for Johnny Mnemonic, it would be better than the original because the original... But the original covered so much ground that absolutely does not need to be covered ever again. Uh, also, and I was having a hard I time coming up with shitty Keanu Reeves movies. Right. <laughs> and you're also like, let me make a William Gibson reference because uh, honestly, fuck William Gibson. The book's probably better. The, the movie's probably better than the book. I have no doubt about that. <laughs> that steaming pile of shit movie was just uh, like leaps and bounds better than the book that I, I absolutely have not read. Nerds are pissing off right now that love William Gibson, but uh, both of us are of the opinion that he's a just fucking asshat author. Uh, based off of um, our audience, which we know pretty well. I don't think any of them care. Yeah, probably. So I, I honestly think, though, that like making a Blade Runner 2 is kind of like making a Dances with Wolves 2, right? Yeah. like yeah, It's just not yeah. a movie that needs to be made. Titanic 2? Titanic 2. Titanic, the sequel? Yeah. It, what is it? The Olympic or something? <laughs> what was the sister ship to the Titanic that uh, actually didn't sink? Uh, oh, I don't know. Ooh, did you actually hear? Maybe that, they, they do the Lusitania. Did you hear they're actually... Uh, there is a company that has rebuilt the Titanic. I've heard that. They're, they're yeah. like building, like they're a, building scale a scale model. Like, no, like an ex- uh, I mean, a like, one-to-one like one scale to one. model yeah. of yeah. the Titanic. Yeah. It will be like floating on the ocean. Now, they have made a couple of improvements. They're using some newer technologies. They're making it unsinkable. And they're, they're putting enough uh, life uh, rafts in it oh, for right. everybody. That seems like a good idea. Yeah. But, like... It, Are they just going to run that on Caribbean cruises or something? Or are they going to do like the transatlantic thing again? Well, you know, because it tra- doesn't really seem like anybody cares about going from London to New York on a on a fucking no, boat anymore. No, they don't. But yeah, like I don't know that I'm going to go wait in line to watch Blade Runner. Yeah, I'll I'll see what it comes. Out. We'll see what it looks like, maybe. But uh, right now, I'm not I'm not holding my breath on it. So there was there was a big another big movie that actually came out. Really? Yeah. Which one would that be? Um, what the fuck was the name of it? Um, I was trying to think of something smart ass to say, but I, I can't. Uh, so Deadpool. <laughs> you know what I love best about an entire movie that had tons and tons and tons of very tight, very solid quips and interesting transitions? You managed to just completely fuck up the transition into the topic. Yeah, it's irony. I did it on purpose. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. That's a pretty good Ryan Reynolds you did there. I've watched a lot of Ryan Reynolds yeah, movies. Yeah. <laughs> so, Deadpool. Um, I saw this opening day. Uh, I just happened to have the ability to blow off work and go to a 2 o'clock showing of nice. Deadpool. Just happened. Just happened. I have watched lots and lots of movies in my time. Yeah. And the intro to a movie, like the opening credit scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To a greater or lesser degree, sometimes they're interesting, and then you watch it once and you never want to see it again. Yep. The Deadpool opening credits had me laughing out loud and wondering what things I'm missing because there is so much going on on the screen right now that I'm going to have to go back and watch this again just to get all the jokes. How's, how quickly uh, did you pick up on that it was a joke as opposed to like actual credits? It took the second uh, name to pop up. Like I, I think I was on second or third, somewhere yeah. in there. The first one, I'm like... Wait, what was that? Why is there a picture of People Magazine with Ryan Reynolds on it? Son of a bitch, I love this. <laughs> yeah. That w- like, if you have... Oh, by the way, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers, spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think we're going to hold, we're not hold anything back here. So if you haven't seen the fucking movie go yet... Go watch it. Like, put the... Seriously, put the show on pause. Go to your movie theater, spend like $40 or whatever it takes on a ticket, or BitTorrent it. Like, I guess that's a thing now. Yeah, so. I, I've heard the kids are doing that these days. Um, but yeah, opening credit sequence, fucking amazing. Which was, and it was funny because they just had all sorts of gags of like, uh, the writers, the real hero, like as opposed to putting, uh, who the writer's name was, they yeah. just put the real heroes here or, Producers, uh, the assholes that paid a lot of money but don't do anything. Yeah. So just 
funny shit like that for, through the entire intro. Yeah, like the it wasn't like intro. a one line or or something. It was like the whole fucking thing. Yeah, they they stuck with the intro genre. It was just like any intro you'd see on any movie, except for the fact that they were using that as a form of satire on well, the whole. And it like, also approach. introduced the character fairly well. Of like, so so the intro scene was, and it honestly it kind of reminded me of the beginning of Fight Club. Uh, where they're zooming out of a Starbucks cup and well, shit. Well, yeah, well, that was... Because it's the same sort of CGI, like, uh, really close-up um, yeah. shots I, floating through enough, the car I thought the stuff. same thing as that Starbucks cup. I'm like, ooh, this feels like Fight Club. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know. It was just... It was cool. But you see... And so there was s- an Ikea reference. Was there? <laughs> yeah. His, I didn't uh, miss that. blind neighbor was putting... To, or his blind, oh, she uh, was. She was putting, she's putting together yeah. one of the uh, Ikea shelves. Very interesting. Hmm. Maybe there, maybe that was intentional. Um, the but but you see Deadpool basically just slaughtering guys, <laughs> right? Like they're in a car that's rolling over. Exploding. He was like that when I got here. <laughs> that was, uh, one of my favorite bits. Yeah, I, and then it showed up on the commercials, and I was still like, ah, that's funny. So I, I was sans commercials going into Deadpool. I hadn't like oh I you hadn't seen anything. I hadn't seen anything. I knew yeah. it was coming out, uh, but. So what the, the scene we're talking about is there's the, the opening scene. There's a uh, car chase come accident where Deadpool is like killing five guys all at once as the car's flipping over and over and over. Yeah. And one of the guys gets launched out and slams into a highway overpass sign and just kind of kind of splats onto to it, it like yeah. gum, like a bug. Yeah, he's just yeah. hanging out there. And then fast forward a few minutes into the movie. As Colossus shows up and is tearing Deadpool and I think one it was actually quite. Everybody. Was it was it a few minutes because like, they did some a few time minutes, jumps. Yeah, it was a few minutes uh, in the timeline, but maybe like thirty time, minutes, like thirty into minutes the movie, of the movie yeah. time. Yeah, and he's like, "No, no, no, no! I have not like killed anybody." And then, <laughs> this body falls off the uh, overpass, <laughs> and he's like, "He was that way when I got here." Yeah, <laughs> like, that was. It's just funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh... So the the things that I loved about this movie, mm, everything, but the, the, there were little bits of awesome throughout the whole movie that I think just really kept it going forward. Like the scene where Colossus slaps uh, um, cuffs on Deadpool and he's dragging him away. And he's like, you ever seen 127, eight days or hours or <laughs> 128 whatever? 28 days, yeah. yeah. And he's like sitting there sawing his own arm off and uh, the little uh, mutant standing next to him is like, Negasonic uh, teenage warhead. Yeah, she's yeah. like, ah, god damn it. Do you see what he's do? Oh, oh, it's too late. <laughs> and then he got away. Yeah. Uh, so before the movie, so I did a little bit of looking into the movie before it came out. I was actually, I think we we talked about this a little mm-hmm. bit before it came out. We I think we maybe you'd seen the preview, like the very first preview. We talked about it on the podcast, and I, like my sentiment at that point was, I think it might be too over the top. Like I was worried that the movie was going to be too silly to transfer into mm-hmm. like movie, and it really wasn't. It was it was pretty well done. Yep. Um, at some point though, in my Bag research, of dick tips. <laughs> a lot of stuff um, in there that I really loved. Yeah. <laughs> at, at some point, I, I did a little research onto like who the characters were and stuff. Uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead mm-hmm. uh, is an actual character yes, in is. the Marvel Universe who's in like two books total though. Yep. Like they literally. They, I think she was in like one or two books. It sounds like this is from reading on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. They killed her off, and then they brought her back like a couple of years later and yeah. killed her off almost immediately again. Total fucking throwaway character. Yep. And I think it was just so that they could get away with cheap licensing with Marvel. Uh, I am almost positive they made jokes about that in the movie. Yeah, it's weird that you live in such a big house, but I only ever see the two of you. Yeah. Is that because we can't afford but, the licensing for the rest of the X Men? Did it seem weird? How many times have you seen this? You've got, got half the movie memorized. <laughs> Once. You really liked it. <laughs> um, did it seem weird to you that when they got in the cab to to go <laughs> fight, that Colossus stayed in his? Giant metal form. Yes, it seemed weird. For those of you that don't know the comic, uh, Colossus can change back and forth to human mode. Yes, and, and organic. But the whole metal movie mode. had him in uh, metal mode. Yeah, he. Okay, so the, my Colossus may be my only dig on the entire movie. I, I agree. The Colossus uh, effects were not done as well as they've been done not in just, other movies. Not just the effects. He seemed a little stiff. Yeah, overbearing. Yeah, yeah. It just seemed a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that. Definitely. It just didn't quite seem... So I think what you're seeing there is uh, in the movie, in this movie in particular, and in most of the X-Men movies, 
they don't really play the Colossus character very well. Well, they, they've hardly played the Colossus characters in the movies at all. So well, far. he's been he was he's in got all like of the a couple X-Men's of, and, he's but he been always in has two of the original. He was in X Men two and three, but right. basically is just cameos. Yeah, he's got little tiny bit parts, and I think that's because the Colossus character really doesn't play as well on his own. He really is. He, he is. He's, he's a he's a you know ensemble character. Yeah, he's an ensemble character. And they haven't really been given him an ensemble, and I think like, yeah. Unless I, I, you're going to actually I pay char- time I mean, and credit to the character, because yeah. Colossus is actually a pretty phenomenal character. Yeah, yeah he's got a, he's got a good backstory. He's he's but he's uh, not one of the he's top a painter. Te- he's yeah. emotional. He's not um, one of the top tier people that really gets a lot of face time in yeah. anything. And, and so I think this was them bringing him in a little bit, but I think they just it was it was uh, he just felt feel, a little heavy handed. Uh, did you feel that his uh, um, organic metal was a little doughy? It wasn't like shiny. Well, like and I, I always, I never be. like quite expected it to be that quite as bulky as that, right? Like a little slimmer. Uh, and and fuck, it's CGI. You can make him look whatever the fuck you want. Yep. I just felt like they could have made him look. Wait, a little... that was CGI. Yeah, yeah. They didn't actually. That wasn't a guy in a costume. Oh, weird. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but uh, a f- awesome, phenomenal movie. Yes. Yeah. It, when when the uh, uh, worst thing you can say about a movie is the secondary. Um, Almost comic relief character. Yeah, was and he, a he was a little. Yeah, exactly. Comic relief. Well, and, uh, and you, also, might, you might need a stiff man to play against Deadpool. You, you did notice who his uh, his blind roommate was, right? Wanda Sykes. No. Uh, uh, the fucking um, communications chick from Star Trek. Uhura. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Nichelle Nichols. Yeah. How did I miss that? I have no idea. She was wearing glasses. Like that shit's hard. Like, yeah, yeah like, that might. You you put glasses on. I can't tell Clark Kent from Superman with those fucking glasses. Uh, yeah, I like guess, he should be wearing I, the suit. He puts the glasses on. Boom, done. I, have I no guess, idea I who the dude is. The, the teeny hand on the face part. <laughs> You're gonna want to leave now because I'm gonna seem huge. <laughs> I, what's the deal with the unicorn in the uh, masturbation scene? I, I believe that like, was an off offhanded comment that Ryan Reynolds made on Twitter. That there was going to be a uh, unicorn spooging. Huh. So they just threw it in the movie? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Seemed good. Yeah. Okay. Um, so great, great acting all across the board in the movie. I thought they did an amazing job of walking the line between what is uh, maybe a little overly raunchy for most audiences. Yeah. But stopping just short. Where people are like, ooh, that was uncomfortable, but I can kind of get behind that, and it was funny. Yeah. I, well, I, so, like, I didn't have that problem, yeah, obviously. I was, I was a little bit hung up because I, like, I didn't have that problem. I wasn't even close to that line, but my line's maybe a right. little further I, than my, my wife watched it with me, and there was times where, like, after we talked, or, we were talking about it after the show, she's like, yeah, there was a few things where they were like, I was a little uncomfortable, and it felt like maybe just, like, half a step more, and it wouldn't, like, it, it wouldn't have worked at all. Huh, because I had gone five steps more. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> Which is why they don't put us in charge of uh, movies. That's true, yeah, yeah. Um, so one of the things that I thought they did really well in the movie, which is always hard to do, uh, they actually managed to transfer a lot of uh, facial expressions through the mask. Yeah, they did a good job on that. And I mean, they did it all digitally, right? Yeah. So they, they had that going for them. And I think that was really the right move because there's a lot of stuff that Deadpool does that if you don't get the ironic face kind of with it, yeah, it, it loses I, something. I think, and I think that's something they we really only have the technology over the last say four or five years mm-hmm. to really do well. Yeah. So I think that's why like a movie like this couldn't have been made ten years ago. It yeah. Just, uh, um, you know, one of my fa- I had a lot of favorite parts of this whole movie. Uh, I loved the taxi driver. Oh yeah, yeah, the little Indian <laughs> dude that was like, uh, <laughs> "What's in your trunk?" <laughs> yeah, you should totally let him go. Kill him. <laughs> uh, the other um, sort of Easter egg that I, I was reading about on the internet a little bit later, uh, which I kind of put together, but I didn't quite until like reading it. Uh, the um, the junkyard scene at the end. Mm-hmm. That was a shield helicarrier. Yeah, it was a shield helicarrier. Yeah, yeah, that was sort of semi destroyed. Yeah. But I saw that. Uh, I'm like, huh. I wonder what shields just doing leaving their shit laying around. Well, that one got wrecked. Well, yeah, but you think that there was something on it that they could recycle yeah, or yeah, shield, yeah. like, fuck recycling. Yeah, yeah, fuck recycling. We're shield. Or Hydra, however it lands. Do what we want, yeah. Yeah, yeah whatever, whatever they happen to be now. Right. Yeah. So, let's see. What are some of the other great things that happened in Deadpool? Mm. Oh, a bunch of guys got killed. Yes. 
they did not shy away from violence in this movie. That was good. Um, I thought they actually did a pretty good job on the uh, characterization of the uh, other misanthropes and the bar. Oh, like, it, it, yeah, the general sort of like, uh, this is the bar where he hangs out and they're a bunch of mercs and... Yeah. Uh, uh, T.J. Miller's character was I've funny. I've never officially been to a Merc bar that I'm aware of. We should do that someday. You know, just find one and go hang out. Do you suppose you Get just Google Merc bar? I don't know if they actually exist in, well, here. Well, like, in maybe Thailand, there's a Merc bar, I'm sure. Right, right, right. Thailand or like some like, uh, you know. France. Well, no, no, no. I'm thinking like some country that's currently going through civil war or something. Like America's about to with the new Captain America movie. Oh my god, that movie's going to be awesome! Really? Yeah, I think so. Did you? Did I'm you, holding out hope. You saw the last Captain America? Yeah, yeah. Movie, like right? Winter Soldier was better than the original this Captain is, America. This is just, I think, going to step it up just one more notch. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be phenomenal. You, you don't think so? You, you taking uh, notes? Are you writing notes about me being wrong about Captain America? Well, I wanted to make sure I logged the time so that I can go, let's go back to episode 49 at exactly 20 minutes and 47 seconds and find out how wrong Matt was. <laughs> you see, we could do that. It could happen. I know. Yeah. Like, And that is the kind of dick move that I would pull. Yeah, but yeah. today, no. I was just trying to make sure the show notes were sorted. All right, cool. <laughs> like, Here's the thing about like Captain America in general. I have fun with Captain America when I'm watching the movies. But you liked the first Captain America movie. It was good. It was a shit show. It was better than I had expected. It's like I set my my expectations so low for Captain America yeah. that what they did put out was better than what I expected they were going I'm to gonna, do. I'm going to I'm going to go out on I'm going to say this. And you're going to object to this, I know. I object. Yeah. I think the first Captain America movie was worse than the first Thor movie. You're wrong. <laughs> the only thing that was worse than the first Thor movie was anything done by William Gibson. Well, like, anything done by William Gibson was awful. But look, here's the thing. There was there was a couple of scenes in that first Captain America movie that just ruined it for me. Like, uh, so the ones there, where, was, uh, there was a battle montage at the yeah. end that was all horrible. disjointed and mm-hmm. horrible. And then there was a scene where he was He's like... punching out Nazis. Yeah, he punched out his nostrils, and then the scene where he ran for the plane at the end on mm-hmm. his bike, and then got off and ran. It was just fucking. It was weird and wrong. And you, you don't even have a problem with when uh, the Smith came out, pulled his face off. No, nah, that wasn't great either. Like or uh, when Bucky had to try and jump across the four foot gap and died. Yeah, that wasn't great either. Like there was or, so like, much like any of the interaction between Captain America and his cohort that were stomping through the fucking Nazi lines. Yeah, that, that was all. All bad. of it was horrible. That was all bad. The, the editing missing. in those couple of scenes though was super egregious and just that 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 was that was the worst for me. Um, you know, I I just don't remember any scenes like that in Thor. <laughs> Here, let me let me relive I, I, Thor I, I, for you. This is how Thor went. Hello, Jane. I have big hands and am muscly. Love me. Oh shit, fire monster. Right, like, look, there was game the, over. There was the, there was that whole intro they had with Shield finding the hammer and stuff. They had uh, Okay, when the best part of a movie is the intro showing you that Hawkeye no, 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 might I, actually be a badass. I, Right. Period. Right. They introduced, that was the, they introduced that was the highlight of the movie was so introducing Hawkeye. They introduced Hawkeye. It's got like look, how many other And it went downhill from there. How many other superhero movies have what's her name that played Jane again? The the hot chick? The uh Amidala. Yeah, Amidala. Yeah. The chick from uh Star Wars? Yeah, the, yeah. V for Vendetta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Natalie Portman. Yeah, that's it. She was yeah. also in Leon the Professional. Yeah. I'm like fucking None IMDb of which were Marvel over here. superhero movies. Um and uh you know it had uh what's his name the the old uh, Hannibal Lecter in it Anthony Hopkins yeah yeah it's fantastic just because you put like fantastic good actors movie. in a movie doesn't mean it's fucking good had Idris Elba what are you drawing a blank on me now no I'm just. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in you that I'm hoping that my look of derision will make you feel bad inside. I, I, I'm just saying, I think it was. I think it was better than Captain America. No. All right. Well, we, we no. We, we, Nothing is better. Like no, nothing's better than Captain America. Is no. What you were no. Say. No. No. That's not what I was going to say. I, I, I was trying to find where does Ant Man fall into that? Oh, Ant Man's better than both of them. 
Okay. Yeah. Where does um? Now here, here's here. So actually, l- l- let me finish where you're going at right now. Because w- you sent me a text uh, after you saw Deadpool, and said it was the best Marvel movie you've ever seen. Yet. Yet. Yeah. Which would. Mean, I mean, there's a Deadpool two. The, the best so Marvel there's... movie that you've ever seen. Yet would be implied. Yes. <laughs> um, I, actually, I'm stopping watching Marvel movies now. I have right. made a decision. We're done. <laughs> uh, how would you rate it uh, compared to Guardians of the Galaxy? Deadpool? Yeah. Well, it's better than <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. I was wondering if you'd forgotten about it because I think... No, like Guardians and Deadpool uh, hit very similar um, engagement points, yeah. but in different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I... No, it's too early. This is one of those things where it's a little too early for me to. Re- I'm reserving judgment completely. Mm-hmm. I like to see a movie like this a couple times before I just, you know, really stack rank it. Right, because uh, you're afraid of being wrong. But I, I might think it's it's just under Guardians for me. It was really fucking good, but but I think Guardians is that is because really you good. really like the ensemble cast or you wanted more Infinity Gauntlet? The music in that movie was awesome. You know, if you got to, like, really, you can't disagree with that. I'm not Guardians of the Galaxy that. had some great music. I believe you bought the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> it does have great music. Yeah. But that doesn't make I mean, it can make or break a movie. I'm not going to lie there. But it's for me like it's not going to put it over the top of something like Deadpool. For me, they they're both like look, it was uh the characters had some similar uh Yeah. There was um, depth in all the characters yeah, in yeah, Deadpool. Yeah. There was depth in the characters. There in, was uh, there was a bigger there was there was more going. I think there was a little Deeper, maybe in uh, in Guardians, right? He had more character development, more going on. His love for his mother. Um, well, yeah, you had a lot of stuff going on in Guardians, but that's because it's an ensemble cast. And, and then, you can't, and like, then on top of all that, that great soundtrack just to finish it off. <laughs> so I, I'm reserving judgment. I think they're really close, maybe neck and neck. But right now, I've got Guardians a little, ranked a little bit higher as my. All-time favorite Marvel movie. Clearly, you disagree, and you've got Deadpool as your all-time favorite Marvel yeah, movie. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just sad that you're yeah. so wrong. <laughs> I, you, I feel bad for you. Hey, like, Don't pity me. Don't pity no, me. When, when people listen to the show, they're going to laugh at you and call you names and like not so. let you do their reindeer games. Eh, I, I, I can deal with that. Well, what was your take on reindeer games? Was that uh, better than Smoke and Aces? I don't actually ever think I saw <laughs> reindeer games. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I ever actually saw it. That was like... Uh, uh, Affleck yeah. did like a casino robbery in the winter or something like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Charlie's Throne. I don't remember. No. It's been a few years. So I think we got one more entertainment thing. Yes. To talk one more about, uh, is... TV slash movie topic yeah. to discuss. So I, I kind of found The Magicians by sort of right at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't hear anything about it. It was like just about to air on, uh, on the Sci Fi channel. And I was like, ooh, hey, this looks like it might be interesting. So I checked it out. And. I really kind of like it. It might be my... So why don't you give a brief description like, for the listeners of kind of what the central so the, theory the, of the show is. So for me, the, the way I describe it, it feels like Harry Potter, but as opposed to like learning out he's a magician in like the first grade, it's when he hit grad school. Harry Potter meets 90210. So basically, yeah. So Harry Potter for adults with just a touch of Narnia thrown in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of it, and and so far they're about six or seven episodes in, and so far it seems to be holding up fairly well. Yeah, I watched the first three episodes and stopped, but I don't think that's a fault of the show. You just got busy and yeah, stuff. I, I've yeah. been busy and I haven't watched much TV. Um, yeah, no, like I was I was a little worried that like maybe hey the first episode was going to be like a good intro of the characters, and then it was going to kind of. They wouldn't be able to carry well, on the story. I, let me let me take a stab at really what your big concern is. Sci-fi uh, network? No, oh. no, it's not even that. It's, <laughs> it started out good. It had good characters. It had a good story. It kind of was trying to draw you into a larger um, kind of problem, right? Yeah. And you were worried that it was going to go all uh, charmed, where yeah. all of a sudden you're now in a, oh, we have magic, we have monsters of the week, we have... Uh, Silly, uh, outlandish love triangles and dumb bullshit to deal with. Right. Well, I wouldn't say specifically Charmed because I never saw Charmed. But I, I think that Vampire probably... Vampire Diaries, uh, whatever Buffy. That, bu- no, Buffy's different. <laughs> Buffy is different, <laughs> asshole. 
But I almost got you were almost like nope. you started going in, and nope. then you were like, no, 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 not Buffy. No, I, was, I, I already thought about that earlier and was staying away from that because I you know, didn't want to have to tell you you were wrong uh, for, again. <laughs> for those of you, I don't think we ever brought up Buffy on, the, uh, on this show, have we? Probably not. Yeah. Zach's a bit of a Buffy fan. I, although, like, I mean, the show's been off the air for like 10 years. Spoilers. It only gets seven uh, wait, seasons. <laughs> uh, but Zach, I think, has seen the entire... You, you've probably watched the entire... Ep, every episode... Multiple times, yeah. Three? I don't Four? know. How many times I, have you so, seen the whole series? Oh... Because, I mean, I can tell it's you... probably in the three or four range. Because I've watched Archer, like, three mm-hmm. times all the way through. Every episode of Archer, at least yep. three times at this point. So, you know, I, I mean, there are, you know, things out I've there watched that, Archer, like, three times myself. <laughs> I, I, I tend to put Archer on just when I'm like, eh, I'm bored. This, eh. I'll put on Archer. I feel better well, now. One of the great things about Archer is no matter how many times you watch it, there's always something new to grab. It's always funny. Yeah. Uh, but back to the magicians. It's... Um, it's about a dude who's literally going through this some... This is the story of a dude. <laughs> I, I can't carry on with that. Um, <laughs> I, I wanted to finish that. I wanted to, like, you know, but I, I can't. Uh, who is... Cry to river and drown the whole world. Pretty much, yeah. That's, that's about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think he's just finished... He was supposed to start graduate school. He was applying to, like, mm-hmm. Harvard and a couple of other places and gets recruited by a school of magic, and he, he finds out that there's magic in the world and it's real don 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 but you don't get to learn about it until you're in magic school magic school you have and to take a really hard of, written test uh, it was it, actually it really was mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, and his friend his 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 best friend who's a female got pulled into the same i want to make sure he didn't think it was like a guy but and it wasn't his girlfriend so it was his right, female right. friend uh took the same test and she didn't pass and they kicked her out and and so there's an interesting storyline going on about her, and then you got his storyline going on of, of trying to... And then you got to, the little Narnia kids popping up out of the woodwork saying cryptic shit. Yeah, which, so there's, there's this... He was a uh, big fan of this book series that was very Narnia-like, and the kids from Narnia keep showing up to him. At least one of them. Yeah, and it turns out, spoiler dun, alert, dun, dun. that maybe the whole Narnia world is real for what? real. Yeah. No. Yeah, he's not just crazy. No, that's not possible. Yeah. He's in a magic world, but he's crazy because he believes in the Narnia kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, well. There was a uh, there was an episode, I, you haven't seen it yet, but there was an yeah. episode about four or five episodes in where, um, so in the first episode, he's actually in a uh, mental, mental institute, institute a little bit. And they, also known as an all-inclusive resort, they come back onto this the the idea of hey he's in a mental institute, uh, and maybe whether or not this whole him believing magic's real is he's just fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it plays out mostly the way you think it would, but they did it very well. Does, if that mean, do you know yeah. what I'm saying? No, no, like, no, I get it. It's hard to there, have a. There's a way to handle that in there. an adult and realistic fashion that makes you go, "Oh, wow, that was actually a good story." Yeah, time. and it was a little bit the the way that they handled it was a little bit more interesting than I would have expected. And I just, yeah, I, I'm generally I'm kind of impressed with the show so far, especially Sci-Fi Network. Yeah, you know, their shit tends to be hit yeah. or miss, and it's it's on my list to get back to. Uh, but I've sort of been going a different route with TV of late. Uh, procedural cop dramas? No. Uh, no? Of course. No, I've been watching Bored to Death. Uh, it's Jason Schwartzman, Zach oh, yeah, Galifianakis, and Ted morning. Danson. Yeah. yeah, Jason Schwartzman plays an uh, author who's working on his second novel and decides to fill his time instead of writing with being an unlicensed private detective. Huh, okay. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's not technically uh, a procedural cop drama because he's not a cop. Yeah, uh, is it a little zero effectish? It is, but in in the you, you, in the way that in the zero effect, uh, Daryl Zero was like the shit. Uh, take that part away. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, it's like if Daryl Zero were not good at his job. Right. Okay. Right. And, and Benton uh, Stiller doesn't show up. In What's it? it so. uh, where are you watching it at? So, Netflix. Netflix. Or, wait, no, I'm sorry. Amazon. Okay. It's the first three seasons are free on Amazon. All right. Might have to check that out. Yeah. So it's a pretty good show. Check it out. Um, it's it's everything that I kind of wish Portlandia was going to be. Man, I was you know so what I'm disappointed. Saying? You, know what, uh, you know what I loved about Portlandia? When it ended and you never had to watch no, it no, again? No, no, no. The intro on the first episode. 
Do you remember what I'm talking? The, the, the where they sang a song. The uh, the dream of the '90s is alive in Portland. Yeah. At last, it was like a you know three or four minute intro to mm-hmm. Portlandia, and I was like, this show's going to be awesome. And that was the last hype. And that was it for me. After that, I was like, oh well, we're. Portlandia is everything that happens to Saturday Night Live when you don't have Lauren Michaels there to go, hey, comic? No. Yeah. Bad comic. They just drag those jokes out so mm-hmm. long. Long yeah. and long It's and like long. the episodes are only 30 minutes. They but feel it like feels they're... like three fucking years. Exactly. And yeah. sometimes you've transversed three years in the time that it takes for you to ask where your chicken came from to the time you join a cult. <laughs> exactly. Hey, it happens to the is best this, of us. Is this free-reign chicken? Was this chicken happy? I'm going to have to check with the farmer, ma'am. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about one of our other favorite topics, mm. although today a little bit different than normal. Mm. Let's talk about Apple. Mm, right, your favorite topic. You, well, hey, <laughs> dude, it was uh, my, some of your my iOS idea. 9 episode review was one of our better downloaded episodes. Ooh, you know, episode name, Deadpool. <laughs> okay, yeah, like that was a, even a question. <laughs> so you wanted to talk about uh, Apple... TV and the FCC? Oh, well, it's not just Apple TV. Um, so last week, there was an interesting um, FCC ruling um, that um, you no longer have to – if you subscribe to cable right now, mm-hmm. uh, you get your cable through a cable box or DirecTV through DirecTV box. But that's, right. your, that's your provider. Um, and, and when you use Apple TV or – you know, Fire TV or your Roku. Your Roku, you're you're streaming, but you're streaming not network television, not cable programming, right? Sort of pre-cached content. Yeah, you're 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 watching a la carte stuff available from different services yep. like Hulu, Netflix, uh, Amazon. The FCC ruling is that you will now be able to well allows whether or not this ends up happening or not. You know, relies right. on the business, but you can subscribe to basically cable or network programming through. Those devices now, which Yay. possibly opens up a whole lot more. Like I would love to see. I would love to see. Um, basically, we've always kind of wanted the a la carte programming of sort of broadcast television, mm-hmm. also on sort of you know Amazon yeah. or Netflix, where I can go. Oh, cool! I I just want to see. Um, I like the Sci Fi Network. I'd like to see Sci Fi Network as it's broadcasting stuff or something, yep. um, and be able to watch that or. NFL Network or mm-hmm. ABC or NBC, um, as opposed to just you know shows that are a year old or whatever right. else. Um, now or I paying for that, it from Amazon. I assume you'd pay for it, but hopefully you'd be able to pay for just a channel as opposed to the current cable model of here's 200 channels that you won't watch. And how much would you do. pay for a channel? Uh, it feels like a dollar. Per, per channel. One dollar per channel to watch whatever is on that channel at this current time. Per month. Yeah, per something month. like that. Yeah. And, I, and is there, I'm, is I'm it, winging well, this. I hadn't thought of it Is there yet. any uh, time-shifting options or DVR aspects? All of that. For a dollar a month? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. I don't think so either. I, I, so but, but if you think about if, it... If, if, you, if, if you, you were to say that it was just a dollar a month for whatever's live on NBC right now... Yeah. That seems reasonable. Well, but once you start doing the DVR options, or um, well, but but think like, about it. If I'm if I'm doing that's more expensive to do every channel, right? If you get if you get two hundred channels now, that would be two hundred dollars a month. Which right. which I'm not going to pay for that. That's way too much. But if I I only watch ten channels, so maybe I'd pay that ten bucks a month to get all of the things that I want. Maybe. Yeah, but I, I'm just saying the. That's going to be a, the price point's going to be a really hard thing because the I agree. the uh, content providers are going to say, well, I can sell my um, high def uh, episode yep. of just say Justified, yeah, for three bucks on Amazon, yeah, twenty four episodes uh, f- per season. So I'm now at like seventy two dollars, yeah, yeah. That's what I make, or one dollar a month. Where yeah. I'm going to make twelve dollars a year, but they're getting less than one dollar a month for the, from the cable subscribers per channel, and you get DVR and everything already anyway. Mm. I, I I'm interested to see how this plays I, out. I, I have no idea. This is and and again the, the one dollar be surprised per channel. If, right, that's just us throwing I, shit. I, out I'm there. just guessing, right? Yeah. But it I, feels it would feel hard to want to pay much more than a dollar per channel. 
right? Because again, if you say, I want these 10 channels, do you, are you going to pay $50 for a subscription for 10 channels? Well, there, there's other methods they could take too, right? They could say we have uh, a number of different packages. Yeah. There's yeah, a $10 yeah. a month well, package but, where you get to choose 25 channels. There's right. a $30 a month package where you spend, choose uh, 45. Right. And we'll give you three channels that you want and 40 that you don't. Which right. is kind of what they do already. Yeah, it's what they do already. Yeah. I don't see the cable companies uh, moving off of their existing strategy. And by the way, if you start looking at things like Apple TVs, Roku's, Fire Sticks, there's not oftentimes a lot of storage on them yeah, that yeah, you yeah. can store content on. So sure. you're now so, looking at having to enable online streaming, which I know they all already do, right? Yeah, yeah. Every fucking company has it. But... But it's yeah. interesting. It, it, it it's interesting be... that we now have the opportunity, right? Yeah. I'm interested to see what we do with that opportunity. Yeah, me too. So that's that's really it's, I, I found it like an interesting. Hey, here's a little tidbit of something that might be coming down the mm-hmm. pipe in the next few years. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see what happens. That's pretty so. sweet. Yeah. So let's talk about the other thing that's going on right now. All right. Um, if you happen to be one of those people that doesn't read the news or pay attention to anything on the internet, this is going to come as a huge surprise to you. Okay. Everybody else would be like, "Well, fucking duh." Yeah. Uh, the FBI has asked Apple to go ahead and, uh, you know, root a phone for them so that they can, you know, go look at anything on it they want. Yep. And, you know, track whoever's holding it and all of this other fun stuff. And you know why, right? Yeah, there was some crime committed and they wanted to have, like, data on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, so there was the uh, this shootings down in San Bernardino by some um, extremist terrorists mm-hmm. that uh, who are dead now. Mm-hmm. And the FBI got one of their phones, and they're like, right. "Cool, let's see what else is on here, so we can figure out what else was mm-hmm. they were planning, or who their friends are, and that yep. kind of shit." Yeah, so let's that's, build that's their social why. graph. So you kind of go, "Okay, I get it. We want to, we want to find out, we want to find out more about these terrorists." Sounds like a good idea, except Apple said no. Right. I, I don't understand why there's a problem with that. <laughs> with them saying no? Yeah. Yeah, me neither. There's an expectation of privacy that you have as a um, person. And if you go to take... Yeah, but he's dead. Well, he is dead, but... um, Do you care about your privacy once you're dead? I don't care about my privacy. (laughs) But as you might know, the government has a long and proud history of asking for one thing and then going, oh, and this now applies to all of these other things as well. Yeah, so the the interesting thing, and I, I was actually watching The Daily Show yesterday. They touched on this a little bit. The uh, the government wants, you know, Apple to crack it for that one phone, which doesn't sound that bad because that guy was a terrorist, right? Uh, turns out they actually have another investigation going on where they kind of want Apple to crack it for another 10 phones. Mm-hmm. You know, because... Well, this is, this is one of those things. Because, like, this, yeah. This is exactly highlighting the slippery slope nature well, of the argument, right? Beyond that, the uh, New York, the county that uh, New York is in, uh, has some investigation that they're doing that they've got about 112 phones that they want cracked. Right. So it really does feel like a, once you do this for one, you're, well, you're kind of applying it to everything. And then what if that technology gets out and, you know, hackers can crack any phone they want then? Um, it, well, let's be serious. Hackers can crack any phone they want. Yes. Well, it's not a matter of hackers doing it. It's a matter of making a legitimate use case for the government to be able to highlight people that they have determined should not have that right to privacy and yeah. should now be subject to whatever kind of intrusion the government chooses. Well, by the way, I would say I'm how not sure that, that. How about that wiretapping thing that we did a few years back? The government was totally legit and only used that for the appropriate reasons, right? Yeah, exactly. Like they we, only was, did what they were supposed to there was do. No, there were no, no abuse of power yeah, none of at that. all. Uh, actually, to be honest with you, the interesting thing for me is that, um, well, that the FBI needs Apple to do this for them. That the NSA doesn't already have a way to get in there. So I'm unclear on what... And now, I I haven't done the requisite training to look into this, but I don't know what information they want. I don't know what state the phone is in. So the state's in a locked state, and apparently it's in the... If you put in too many like wrong passwords, it'll wipe. Okay. That's what they want to bypass. It feels like there's a way to do that already. They just should talk to the Chinese. You would think so. I mean... yeah. Or those fucking like uh, guys that are selling cell phones in uh, in New York. 
Although, really, exactly. those they just enter the wrong password in until it gets wiped, and then they go, cool, new phone. We'll yeah, sell exactly. it. Here you go. Sorry, you can't actually register that because it's owned by somebody else. But yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, like... I, plus, it, I, I suspect all of the information that they would actually want isn't actually on the phone. It's probably... That's not true. Well, there's... Uh, on the Apple devices, there's a very, very, very good log of where you've been, how long you were uh, there, and what you were doing. Yeah, okay. When you're looking for terrorist cells, it's okay. obvious that you want to I was try thinking, like, emails a, and everything else is mostly yeah. all in the cloud. Yeah, well, that, that stuff is on the cloud. It's not like they're going to do anything there. But, yeah, I, here's the thing about governments. There's a whole bunch of things that I think governments probably need to do to keep the country safe. Yeah, right? yeah. There's a lot of that stuff that they should just not tell us about. Yeah. Because they're going to do it anyway. Yeah. And we're never going to know. And when they do find out, when we do find out, uh, the, some some senator will lose his job and they'll just keep doing the same goddamn thing. Yeah. So the government here just, you know, came out and asked nicely, like grownups, for what they wanted. Yep. And they're not going to get it, I don't think. I don't think they are either. And, I think and, Apple's going to say, no, we're not going to do it. And it's going to move up through the courts until somebody goes, yeah, you can't make them do that. Yeah. Like there, there is, there is an expectation of privacy that you have once you put, like some kind of password on your phone. Yeah, the government doesn't have a right to come and say, at least as far as I understand it, uh, to come and say you no longer have the expectation of privacy as an individual citizen. Yeah, unless you're incarcerated, or dead, or dead. <laughs> well, so dead. I mean, a, I mean, this guy would one. be incarcerated if he wasn't dead. Dead's an interesting one because if you think about it, doctor-patient uh, confidentiality expires at death. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So a argument and or law could be made that says that there is no expectation of privacy on your uh, personal devices at your death. Look, But then you have to determine what is a personal device, what's a work device, yeah. what intellectual property is being made available to you yeah, by that and, and for me, this isn't really a matter of protecting this guy's... Um, Privacy. He was a clearly a felon before he was killed. He was a um, traitor. Still et have rights. Uh, I mean, they can't have guns or vote, but they still have yeah, other yeah. rights. But like you know, he gave up most of his rights, I believe, in you know, killing being a dick, being a dick, and killing twelve people. I don't give a shit about his privacy or or anything. Uh, this is, for me is more about protecting the rights of everyone else, mm -hmm. right? Of it, it's one uh, of those arguments where you need to be very careful what rights you give the government. Yeah. yeah. And that's all, right? Yep. And yeah, I honestly, uh, there's also the argument from Apple's point that, that they haven't made because I don't believe it's actually true. Of yeah, we can't do that. It's not possible. Yeah, it's just not technically possible. We can't do that. Yeah, we'd love to help you out, but uh, we don't know how to do that. I mean, yeah, we made the phone, but we encrypted it, and it's encrypted, and so like you know, we can't do it. Mm -hmm. Like, well, here's, yeah, like, we never use, nobody's going to buy a technology company that does that. Because even though it might be true, mm, you're smart enough to find a workaround. Eh, like, look, if, if hypothetically, Pop if you said, off, if you out. said every new phone, every, every phone gets its own encryption certificate. Right. And without the key to unlock that certificate, you can't unlock the phone. Mm-hmm. Well, where is that encryption key kept? How is it uh, provided to you? It's, it's kept on the phone. Like you, if you say that it's only local on the phone and unless you have, you know. What's the something? expiry of that cert? Does it matter? It might. Encryption certs expiry dates don't usually matter. Depends on if you're using it for anything. And, and even if it did expire, does it, does it matter? Like, like well, again, like. But if the I, cert's, on, if the cert's on the phone, yeah. then you need to go to some kind of HSM style thing where the minute you tamper with it, the whole phone's bricked. Yeah, so again, right. that's the – I'm not saying that's what they did because their argument is we don't want to do it, not we can't do it. Right. Um, but I think that what you're calling out there is there's actually a, the, a better way to head off the argument in general. If you yeah. make it impossible for you to recover it – Right. If you, design, it, if you design the device in such a way, which I think is possible, that even as the manufacturer creator of it, it can't be hacked. Um, well, then when they come to you and go – Hey, we want you to uh, unlock this. You go, yeah, I 
I can't do that. I right. mean, like, a- anything like to, we do but... to unlock that will ensure that the data becomes invalid. Yeah. So I just can't. We designed it in such a way that it can't. So be put unlocked. the dude's fucking birthday in there and open, unlock it. <laughs> yeah. One 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 one. Yeah. Two 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 two. Yeah. Or, or two three four five. Take his thumb and put it over the uh, <laughs> uh, thumbprint scanner. Yeah. Hey, government, if you're listening. (laughs) Yeah, just put his thumb on the thumbprint scanner. Just try all of his fucking fingers. Come on. See what happens. Now, you want to make sure that the phone's been on and he's used it since then, because if you reboot it, you have to put your code in before you can use your thumbprint. Oh, really? Pro tip. Oh, well, so maybe they're in that state. If they charged it, they wouldn't have that problem. Yeah. Okay, so we're in favor of limited scope of government ability to infringe on our lives. Yep, yep. Good. I agree. Now, uh, since we're already talking about phones... Uh, it sounds like there's a new company moving into the phone manufacturing business. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, who apparently... Now, what I wonder when I see things like this, I wonder if they're actually manufacturing it or if it's just a licensing licensing deal. Right. They've branded it much like Tommy Hilfiger or somebody yeah. else would. But uh, there's a new Android phone coming out by Caterpillar, the people who make bulldozers. Bulldozers yeah. and whatnot. So there's, there's, there's a couple of things that I found interesting about this. One, it's super rugged looking. Like, it looks... Like indestructible. Of course, it still has a glass screen, so so you bang the shit out of it with a hammer. It's yeah, break. The, the same stuff that you normally make. Uh, the other thing is, it has a um, infrared camera on it. That's actually badass. Yeah, they make infrared attachments for the iPhone so that you can go around your house and see where you're leaking heat. So, but it costs like two hundred and fifty bucks. Yes, this is basically the exact same technology as the two hundred fifty dollar. Attachment for the iPhone. It's the exact same technology as in your phone. It's just missing a fucking filter. Yeah, basically. Um, but they're building it in here. And with the idea that it's for people doing construction, mm-hmm. for looking insulation at, and looking at insulation, looking at uh, which of these two tubes is running hot water through it. Yep. Um, look at all kinds. Where the, hey, I look at a wall. Where did we miss some insulation? Installa- or you know, all kinds right. of things like that that are handy for people doing construction. That's actually pretty sweet. I actually thought it was kind of a intri- like it's a cool sales. What's the price on something like that? Uh, I hang on, let me see if I can pull it up. I don't think it listed the price, but I think they were shooting it at the same. Does this it's like that, a high end Samsung? Does this mean that all of those uh, construction workers are no longer going to have the little uh, um, one way walkie talkie phones that have like you know cell phones on it? But you also <laughs> hey Jerry, you there, Jerry? Jerry, can you hear me, Jerry? The Nexus phones, yes. Uh, I used to have one of those. I know. know that. I remember going to lunch with you. We'd be sitting there having lunch, and all of a sudden, there's like, beep, beep. Hey, Tommy. What are you doing, Tommy? It was like Jamie. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, which uh, were, let me, th- uh, yeah, $5.99. That's really not that bad. Yes, yeah, so, I mean. It's just a high-end phone. Yeah, basically. Yeah, with some, you know, um, a nice rugged case and, uh cool camera on it um the uh those nextel phones were actually it was a weird like i almost used it at the time like i use texting now right when you want to just be hey dude what are you doing um what are you wearing yeah and it was slightly fast it seemed like it went through faster than you know it's it's easier than calling someone for some reason well yeah because you didn't have to press anything you just pressed like a button well you'd have to like scroll through their name because you had multiple contacts on that but it was it is it is weird that that existed. Mm-hmm. It, it is super weird. And it was cheaper to use that than your actual cell minutes because cell minutes were wicked expensive. Yeah, that was like – it was on a weird – I'm trying to remember. Like work played, paid for it. It was on a plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, they were like, don't call each other if you don't have to. Just use the, uh, use the Nextel like, thing because that's free for us. I'm like, all right, whatever. But uh, those phones were huge too. I don't. Oh yeah, they, they were massive. Like, like a, a large brick. Was, everybody wore them on their belt because you, you know it didn't really fit in your pocket. Yeah, and because you know it was the '90s, you had to it wear was, it on your belt. It was pretty sweet. I, I, I would have been like 2000, 2001 that I had that. Oh really? Yeah, Damn. yeah. I guess you're right. Uh, it always surprises me when I go out in public today, and mostly <laughs> this is when I am with my wife at some of her business functions, and there's guys there in their suit, you know, suit jacket, yeah. and they take their jacket off. And they've got like two phones like right over their hip bones, and they've got like another self, or they've got a uh, thing for holding their sunglasses around the back. And it's like, motherfucker, who do you think you are, fucking Batman? Uh, no, he thinks he's a Boeing engineer. Yeah, apparently. 
<laughs> like, I mean, it's painful to watch. I'm like, ah, dude, no, no. Well, well, don't do that. And all of those guys need two phones because of like supposed, you know, business practices and whatnot. Yeah. Everybody I know that works at Boeing has two phones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, which would be super annoying. I couldn't even imagine. I, I've. That's why I have one phone. Yeah, that's why. Well, it does everything. Yeah, like it does. it's my music player. I didn't even like. Even back in the day, I was like, why can't I have like an MP? Like. I wanted a well, phone that would do MP3s. Do you remember in the late 90s, early 2000s, when I was really hot on this idea that we should have something that's about the size of a little puck, maybe with a screen on it that could do stuff for us, but then we could just carry it around with us and dock it into a desk at home or a desk at work, and then we could have everything we needed all the time right there in front I of us? I think it was actually mid-2000s. Was it mid-2000s? Like 2004, 2005, somewhere in that time frame. Yeah. And like I was like, this is a great idea. We should see like, but you know, obviously computers weren't small enough. We didn't have like multi million dollar budgets to try and make that happen. Yep. And like then, boom, iPhone. <laughs> yeah, basically. I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah. No, I mean, like when you look at what a, a phone does now, it's a full on computer, right? Compared to a computer in two thousand. Uh, I want to say that I read an article recently that was talking about the computing power of. Uh, phones and like c- contrasting the 1980s, what yep. it would cost you to have a camera, a video recorder, a audio recorder, a voicemail system, a computer, a uh, mi- v- audio play, like all of this stuff. You look at it like thousands iPhone. of dollars. It was like thirty-one thousand dollars. Wow, in, like 1980s or maybe yeah, like yeah, 70s yeah. time, yeah. and. You know, most of that was the computing power available in my pocket. Yeah, just walking around with it yeah, now. Just no like, problem. Yeah, I guess thing. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so, dude, the 70s and 80s sucked. Super yeah. expensive to have computers. <laughs> We're kind of hitting the goal. I feel like this is probably some sort of golden age. 20 years from now, people are going to be like, remember how awesome it was in 2015? 20, in 20 years, people are going to look at us like, I can't uh, believe they walked around with those goddamn things that, in their pockets. That's, that's the Why alternate. didn't they just get the subdermal implants and like everything is better? Right? I know. I can just see my screen now. Like I don't even need to grow a beard now. I can just project a beard on my face and it looks like I have a beard. Oh my God, that'd be awesome. I could actually grow a beard. Hell yeah. Just live 20 more years. I mean, you're getting on in years, so that's going to be difficult. I think I'll make it. I think I'll make it. So let's talk about our last topic today. All right. I don't remember what that is. So uh, it's going to be a surprise for everybody then, isn't it? So I was walking through a strip mall near my house recently, and I walked by a place that they had up on, like, you know, brand new place just went in. It was called Urban Float. And I'm like, wait one goddamn minute. Let me go back. Like, backed up, looked at it. And sure enough, it's one of these sensory isolation places. Okay. Where basically you get to spend an hour uh, in this fucking magic pod it looks like something like you've seen the movies where, you know, they're put it in the seventies where they put you in this pod to put you to sleep and then you'll wake up on Mars or whatever. Okay. So basically, uh, it, the thing is kind of figure eight shaped inside roughly with like a wide figure, right? Okay. Okay. Like an hourglass shape, kind of like an hourglass shape. Okay. And the extreme edges of it, I can't touch with my arms out. And okay. if I go like, extend my arms all the way up and my toes all the way down i can yeah. touch like front what, what front if i back. reached my arms out if you reach your arms out you would probably be able to touch the sides okay so i can just kind of basically almost get there okay but so it's a pretty big pod yeah so you go to this place uh in the pod is about 12 inches of water that also has now about 1200 pounds of epsom salt in it Okay. So so super floaty? It's super floaty. Okay. And I went and did this for the first time last week. And so you have to take a shower before you get in. So they usher you into this little room. Okay. They make you watch your butthole and everything. Exactly. In the room is basically a shower in the corner, and then the rest of the room is dominated by this big fucking pod. Okay. So you go take a shower. You put your ear uh, earplugs in, and then you jump into the pod. You pull it shut. It, are the earplugs to keep the water out of your yeah, ears? Yeah, to keep the salt water out of your ears. Okay. Uh, so then you lay in the pod, and there's some like music playing in the background, like okay. all like flute can't music hear it, or whatever. Earplugs in. Yeah, and then you hit a button, the lights go out, and it's dark. Now okay. the first time I did it, I didn't do it right because while I'm laying in there, I could still look up and see the around the edge of the door of the pod light creeping in. 
Okay. And I was like, ah, that's kind of lame. Uh, when I went back for the second round, I turned the lights off in the main room. Oh, right. So, and then so when I pulled it down, there's no fucking lights at all. Right. I couldn't honestly tell sometimes if my eyes were opened or closed. Okay. And then you just float around in this water for about an hour. So you float on top of the water. Well, mostly you're in the water. Like, uh, you guys can't see this, but if you take your hands and just kind of brush from the center of your forehead out to the edge of your head where your um, uh, eyebrows end. Okay. That's about where the water comes up to. Okay. Right? But so are you, you're floating. You're not touching the bottom of it? You're not touching the bottom. You're, like, mostly floating. So, like, depending on how big your gut is, your gut is sticking out. Okay. Uh, but then you just So kind your of, gut's sticking my out. My gut's sticking out, yeah. Like a motherfucker. Uh, so you're just kind of floating there, and any little movement that you make shifts you around and starts you like spinning or moving or like the first time I had a really hard time kind of just staying in the center. I kept bashing up against a wall cause I'd bounce the wall and then like you do in the pool, right? Just push off a little bit. Yeah. But, but then you'd push you'd and hit the push other side. Push into the other wall. So like it took me a little bit of time to sort it out. Uh, this, the second time it was a lot easier. I stayed kind of mostly in the middle. I didn't notice the edges Okay, and you just kind of float around for an hour in the dark for an hour in the dark. Sounds exciting. Yeah, it's actually, like, I like it. Um, it's not quite what I'd want in a full-on sensory deprivation kind of thing. Okay. Because you can feel, like, temperature differences between your body in the water and your body out of the water. So, like, they need the room to be warmer. Yeah, they need the room to be warmer, I'm guessing. Or, like, somehow heat the top part of the pod. Right. Or go full-on submersion where I'm in a big-ass, like, pod and they just put, like, some uh, scuba shit yeah, on my face. Yeah, but then you get the scuba shit, which is all uncomfortable. Yeah, I can imagine. But so now there's this whole kind of hippie belief structure wrapped around it. Okay. I don't know that I buy into that at all because, you know, I don't. This is like it's centering your chakras and shit. Yeah. But an hour in a nice, quiet, dark, isolated place where you just kind of chill. Yeah. Is nice. It's called my bedroom. Yeah. (laughs) I've got a um, two year old. Oh, right. I can't even shit without somebody going, Daddy, 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 Uh, Daddy. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's older. Yeah. It's different when they're older. But yeah, uh, it's kind of fun. Yeah. You should check it out and try it. Like just how, how much was it for the hour? Forty five bucks for your first time. Huh. Yeah, it's like eh, whatever. Yeah. Go give it a shot. Uh, Urban Float, they have them down at the landing. There's okay. one down at the landing. Okay. There's all over the place too. Like I think they're a relatively new uh, thing. Huh. This like a new franchise sort of deal. Huh. Interesting. And yeah. then you shower when you get off. And then you I shower when you get out because salt off coated yeah. in salt water. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, I've done it twice so far. The first time was a little weird. Yeah. Like just new experience. I don't quite know how to. What am I this. doing yeah. here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had a little bit of a crick in my neck, so I was like, had a hard time getting comfy. Yeah. The second time I went, no crick in my neck, and I was like, ooh, this is actually really comfy because like you're just. Kind of now, did you fall asleep in there at all? Uh, or? No, but I can see myself falling asleep there. Yeah, it feels like a waste of time. <laughs> like you're like, it only feels like I was in here for 10 minutes. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm okay with that. I like, uh, you know, I like quiet time. Yeah, you, and you didn't think about like, you know, you, what did you think about while you're in there? What, you got to get done at work? <laughs> like, no, I just kind of like zoned out. Huh. Like, I tried to make my mind empty so yeah, I could sit there and yeah. not be bothered. Now, was that what they instructed you to do, or you just figured, I probably shouldn't think about work since I'm paying $45 to chill the fuck out? Well, mostly, I don't like to really stress about work when I'm not at work. Yeah, me neither. That, that's, but, like, my thing. Yeah. So, I was just using it as a, like, imagine it as a nice, quiet place to meditate where you can't actually, like, you feel like you're floating. Yeah, yeah. Which you are. Yeah. And it's kind of weird. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, it's interesting. Give it a shot. I'm going to try it a few more times and see where uh, I land long-term on it. Yeah. But the second time, it was way less... Like, the first time, it was kind of odd. Just yeah, yeah. the whole affair. And I was like, I can't quite get comfy. I don't know what this shit's going on. I keep bouncing into the but fucking it, walls. it wasn't so odd that you didn't go back, though. Well, yeah. Like, I, I'm, so, I'm willing to try anything a couple times to see how yeah. it goes. Uh, <laughs> so, one of the funny things... <laughs> I'm going to let that lie. Yeah, you should. Uh, when... I was in there the second time. I had my eyes opened, apparently. And I'm like, I'm not entirely sure if my eyes are open or my eyes are closed right now because, like, I was pretty mellow and I'm just kind of hanging out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, uh, fuck, fuck, shit, fuck, ah! 
my eyes were opened. It like it's you know you've got Dark. a roof over you. Yeah, the roof gets condensation on it. Oh, and dripped salt in your water eye. dripped into my eye. Uh, by the way, when you have super salty water that drops into your eyeball, a little burning, it hurts like a motherfucker. I can see that. So they have probably cuts down on your relax. It relaxation definitely type. it definitely impacts your relaxing because I'm sitting there going shit 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 shit, uh, trying to figure out where I was in relation to the uh, like pod. Yeah. Right? Trying to like sit down so that I can try and not put my hands in my eyes because my hands have fucking salt water on them too. Yeah. yeah. But there's a uh, spray bottle in there. With, like, clean water in it. Oh, okay. So you just put, find the spray bottle. Yeah. And, like, spray your eyeball out. But I've got a burning eye, and I was turned in a weird way that I, when I, like, sat down, I couldn't find any of the goddamn edges. So yeah. I was like, where's the fucking... Ah! Huh. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's uh, super mellow. All right, well, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, so give it a shot. But I think that's all we have for today. I think so. Great. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will talk to you soon. On episode 50, coming up soon. Special episode 50 Big of the Big party Garage. episode.